we love a guy that's just like, I'm going to go get you. I'm going to get you, girl. I, I'm, I know men are going to be like, you want me, me? Just listen for a second. <laughs> <laughs> men, oh, boy. <laughs> sit down, okay? And listen to me. Men don't seek out women anymore. We're your besties in your ear. Back for another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Welcome back to Mean Girl Pod. Not another episode? Do it again, do it again, do it again. again. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. That was just me kidding the first time. That was funny. (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, a knee slapper. We're in my backyard. Welcome to Oklahoma. Watch on YouTube. You just read my mind. Thank Did you. I? Yeah. You read, I read our minds out loud together. I was about to be like, you better go to YouTube so you can see one, Alex's house, and two, us outside. Us outside. Drinking some. Pink Whitney. You've got Pink Whitney in that cup. And let me tell you what. <laughs> if you don't know that this podcast is sponsored by Pink Whitney, our, our Instagram story is so many dots long right now. Because we, Pink Whitney, we... I'm the one and only Oklahoma city is a hangover today yes. because we had the best meetup ever last night sponsored by them. And we shot so many shots. So many. How many so do many. you think? I think I probably had maybe like five to 10. That's a, such a wide range. That's so wide. <laughs> five to 10 is literally double. Like five, that's like 20 or, 20 or 40. I would say probably eight. I had eight. That's a nice median. Yeah. What about you? I think I had nine. You got to one up me. I was whatever you said. I like, <laughs> you could have said 15. I've like 16 probably. We also had the pink Whitney lemon drop shots, which were phenomenal as well with the sugar on the rim. I had a lot of those too. The sugar <laughs> on the rim. Additionally, I'd like to make a case for iced tea and pink Whitney because you can't taste the pink Whitney. I would like to make a case for the rum shot of limon and pink Whitney because that was <laughs> incredible. You did want to make that case. We taste tested every drink. Like, okay, can we talk about something actually? Sure. I would like to talk about people going above and beyond. Okay. Because the guy, Alex, at VZDs reached out to us and he's like, I'm making a Mean Girl Burger. We're like, we're going to come. And he just, it's like, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. And if that's true for him, like full blown overachiever. And it's just like, if everybody did everything in life with that level of energy, this world would be a highly productive place. If you just went a little above and beyond in your daily life, you would achieve so much more. <laughs> just if you just take <laughs> what is wrong? Those with were that? so that was like very wise of you. Extremely I'm, wise. I'm usually not the wise one. <laughs> you just reset what I said. Like it was my point. Oh really? <laughs> yes. I just stole the words out of my mouth and yeah, remix it. Like, what we can remix? I said how you do anything is how you do everything, and you guys let that one go and she rewords it, and you guys are like novel. No. It's because you say wise things every day. I say wise Correct. things once a week. Correct. It was what I just said. <laughs> but but you're just too wise for your own good. You're too wise that you're like no longer wise. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not wise enough. So when I say something wise, it's like, (laughs) I can't get over that. She wordsmithed my sentence. (laughs) She she really tricked me. I was like, whoa. And I'm like, no, no way. No, but what you said was nice. That was nice. And it's true. Make it to make it. (laughs) If you're not cheating, you are not trying. 
true. <laughs> if you are not cheating, you are not trying. Novel. Novel. <laughs> I was trying to reword that in my brain, but I couldn't. So I just copied exactly what you said to see if anyone would catch on. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the meetup? Okay. So first of all, yeah. Shout out to VZDs. Sick place in Oklahoma. Like such an incredible atmosphere and vibe. The people there are awesome. Oklahoma is my second favorite place. You love Oklahoma, and I love that you love it. It's incredible. I think my favorite thing about the meetup is how kind everyone was. Like, the people in Oklahoma, you guys are so nice. The people are truly, like, that, we always say that that's what makes it here is the people. Like, we met people, and I felt like I had known them my entire life, and I was having conversations with them, and they were telling us stories about how they've shot their shot, things that have changed in their life due to listening to the Mean Girl Pod, and... I mean, it was incredible. I felt like I've known these girls and guys forever. It was a meaningful meetup, like talking to people and hearing them. It wasn't just like, oh my God, I wanted to see you guys. It was like, okay, I took this away from the podcast Mm -hmm. or I'm here because you've impacted me. And there was like, so there was, of course we were playing beer pong and like taking shots, but there was a lot of depth to the meetup, which was cool. And I feel like if I like can visualize each of the people there that we spoke to. Yes. Because the conversations were meaningful. They weren't just like, Oh my God, great to see you. Bye. It was like, let me tell you a story about how X, Y, and Z happened because I listened to this part of the pod. Totally. My takeaway from it was, okay, so the day before the meet, the day of the meetup, we were all like, no one's coming. Why did we do this? And we were so nervous and scared. But right before when we got there, we had like a little powwow and we were like, this is what it feels like to do something scared. Like we're afraid of this. And like, we're so far outside of our comfort zone. And it was really rewarding. Even if one person came, like we would never regret doing it. But I was like, oh my God, I want to crawl out of my skin. It was so much fun. And another one of my favorite things was the topics we got from the meetup. Yes, let's do them. Okay. But before we get into the topics, let's talk about the Pink Whitney sweepstakes. The Springcation sweepstakes? Let's talk about it. Okay, you guys, as you know, Pink Whitney is doing an awesome giveaway happening. It's the spring ta- pff, Springcation sweepstakes. One lucky winner will receive an epic South Beach, Florida Springcation for them and three friends so we could win and take all of us and we could take somebody from the meetup. 12 secondary prize winners will receive home staycation prizes from the Pink Winnie team. That's actually incredible. Okay, all you need to do to enter is enter your contact info, show off a photo of your ultimate springcation and describe your ideal spring getaway. Enter any time before April 25th so you still have plenty of time. Enter at pinkwhitney.com today and take your shot with Pink Whitney. Woo! Okay. topic? So one of, my, one of our favorite topics that came from the Mean Girl Pod meetup last night was this girl came up to us and she's like, you never talk about balls. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, okay. Well, yes, we do, but, <laughs> but we can. And she was saying how a lot of men are unsanitary in the ball department where they maybe don't shave properly or clean them properly. And she was saying it's very disrespectful because... Guys like balls in their mouth, but why would a girl put a ball in their mouth if it's not clean? Here's my first question. How much hair is on a ball typically? On a ball, a set of balls. I have a friend, no, nope, named Un, because he only has one ball. Oh, his nickname is Un. Okay. Are you going to finish? No, that was just a side thought. Okay, so how, how much hair... <laughs> how much hair typically is on like a set of balls? I mean, and does it vary? I think it varies. I mean, it's it's similar to, I would assume, the regular pubic hair section where it's the same amount of hair. You can just choose if you want to shave it more or less. And I think guys just get lazy. 
And I think it's disrespectful because it's like if a woman is supposed to shave every inch of her body for a man, why can't a guy just go a little above and beyond and clean those balls up for us? But I just don't understand. Okay, this is this is my first thing. Don't some guys not mind if you're like cleanly shaven down there? Yeah. So I, I don't think a lot of guys actually mind. But do they probably don't. Okay, so for the balls, ideally they are shaven. Like fully cleanly shaven. In a perfect world, but I would say more times than not, they're usually not. How hairy are these? I mean, I don't know that I've encountered it. So I think... Like what's the length of one hair that you're thinking of? Yeah, so like I genuinely think if a guy cleans himself up down there, he mean, that means he respects you more. Like if you're hooking up with a guy, especially if you're hooking up with a guy regularly and they don't think to shave or try to clean up downstairs it's like they don't respect you they're like i don't care like she's gonna go down there whatever i don't really care what she sees or tastes you know what i mean no wait i would think i would think the opposite because i would think they would want to because it's a reflection of them like i would be embarrassed if i was a guy to not have been i would be like oh i need to no what i mean that means they distrust they don't respect the girl enough to care to clean it do you okay i'm just i'm i'm confused on the respect part. So like if a guy respects a girl in my head, I'm thinking they're going to clean up down there because they're like, I respect this girl. I want her to have a nice time. But if, if they don't respect her, they're like, why would I give two craps about what, what it looks like, what it tastes like? Like I just want her to go down on me. Okay. You know, you know, catch what I'm saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But now don't you think too. Okay. So for a one night stand, I would see how if a guy hadn't cleaned shaven his That's balls, different. It, that would be, that would be okay. Yeah. But I would think if you liked the girl, you would shave down there because you would want her to go down again. Like you would want her to want to go down again and be like, that was a pleasant experience. But if you go down once and it's like hairy and it's like, or prickly even, then you're like, you're not going to want to go again. I would think the guy would be yeah. like, I'm so embarrassed. So I was seeing a guy once upon a time ago. And I remember when I went down on him for the first time, I was a little shocked because he wasn't cleanly shaven and at first I was like it's the first time we've hooked up whatever but we saw each other for a while and the same situation kept occurring and I'm like does he just not respect me enough to clean himself up down there or does he not know or respect himself enough okay let me ask you this okay one of my friends was saying did you know you're supposed to announce when you're gonna come like you're like oh my god I'm about to come okay She then said, nobody ever told me that. Like, I was today's years old when somebody told me that. Like, my husband and I don't do that, she was saying. She was like, we don't, like, announce. I didn't even know that you were supposed to. Oh. I know. And then her brother was, like, talking to her. I know know it's kind of weird. But, so I'm, she was like, I never knew that. And then I'm like, do some of these guys, and nobody just says anything to them, and they never know you're supposed to, like, clean down there? Or is it, like, locker room, eye to eye, every guy, like, knows you're supposed to shave? So, that's a very valid point. But I feel like shaving is such a talked about topic where everyone just knows. Maybe the balls is different. Maybe they're scared because they are very fragile. <laughs> I would think it would hurt to shave balls. I was thinking that the whole entire time. Does that not hurt to get the razor around it? You should nair them. You got to nair. You got to use nair, right? I, I think feel like that would burn them off. I think it would literally shrivel them up like a raisin. Wouldn't it? Nair? <laughs> nair would? Nair. No, nair would be the answer because you can't shave really? around I feel things. like they're so sensitive. I think they just use an electric razor for that part. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of like... You know, girls, like, they, there's electric razors for girls. I, I would assume men would just use an electric razor on that. Like, I don't need 
to be gone, but like I don't want long pieces of hair no, in my mouth. It needs to be cleaned up. Yeah. Like the grass needs to not have weeds in it. And it just needs to be shaved down enough to where you're like, that's landscaped. Yes. There's mulch. It looks beautiful. You tried, water the garden. I love a manscaped man. Don't let the weeds come up. That's it. Okay, so it's just basic grooming. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So some people just don't do that. Oh, yes. Good lord almighty. If that have you ever no? Yes, I have. Gotten a hair stuck in your mouth? Yeah. Have you ever flossed with hair? Yeah, I usually like will put my hair out and floss. Mm, okay. Do you? No. You don't I floss to, though. I wouldn't let you do that with it the, with these. These are fake, so I don't. You know, you never know. If you don't want to rip that out. No, 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 no. Yeah. Right. Okay. What's another topic? Oh, we should do the. Can we do the girl that mentioned? Yeah. A girl at the meetup brought up a be a, a social media topic. That was interesting. So she was like. It hit home for me. Be Real went off. And she was like, oh, I don't let my boyfriend be on Be Real. And we were like, why? And she was like, well, all these random girls were liking his Be Real. And I was like, you got to get off that app. I immediately thought to myself, if, if the girls are liking it, one, it doesn't mean he's reciprocating. Like, I don't think he should be punished for that. Number two... I don't know. I just, I was like, ah, he's going to do it anyways. Like whatever he's doing, he's going to do it anyways. Like you yeah. can't force him to be good. If he's got that mind, like he's probably already wandering. Like, I don't know. Be I real, didn't like it. Be real is hard though, because it's such a mutually exclusive app where you, you don't add random people. Like if I add you, like it's people that you are friends with. That's the concept of be real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no one, you can't just, like, add anybody and everyone. Okay, so it's not the same. You're right. It's not the same as, like, random girls liking his Instagram posts because they are they are added. They're his friends. Yeah, like, he has to accept them. Like, you have to accept people on Be Real. Right? No ands, ifs, or buts? Yeah. You have to be friends. Yeah. Okay, this is where my mind goes next. Because the same girl likes Graham Bennett's Be Real every day. The same girl. I couldn't care less. I crack up. Like, I, I it just doesn't even bother me, right? But- He's on, that's on a random girl to Graham. Right. Well, well, it, right. Well, it is. Like, I don't think he has her phone number. Okay. Okay. So are these random girls just like random girls or like actually girls that they've never even spoken to? Well, and I think that's a good question. Yeah. But then I also wonder this. What is, because I have two choices when Graham tells me that the same person's liking his B-roll every day. Crack up or I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. So it's like for her that's dating, it's like, what's your role? What do you do? Because mm-hmm. like her, she, her hands are tied. It's like, does she go ahead and be like, oh, you know, or do you say get off the app? Like I kind of, I kind of like the choice that girls get. Well, also too, I think it shows your guys' relationship. Like you trust Graham. You don't, you know, he's not never going to do anything. But this girl, does she have some trust issues with her boyfriend? Because that happened to me. I had to actually get off of Be Real when I was seeing somebody because the same girl that we both knew, like she was friends with both of us, kept liking his Be Real every day commenting on it, liking it. And it was driving me insane. But like, and I verbalized it to him and he didn't do anything wrong. He was just like, yeah, I don't know why she's liking it. It's, it's getting out of control. It was weird. But I, so I was like, I'm off the app because I can't stand to see this anymore. That was my decision. Yeah, see, I think that's kind of cool. Like, if you, my, my thing is, if you make him get off, <clears throat> he's going to find another way. It's going to just, it's like you oozed it out and it's just going to go to a different spot. Like yeah. the ooze is still coming. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. How, or you know what she could do? She could just reach out to the girl and be like, "What's up?" Like, I, if I would have done that if I could have been in that situation, but it couldn't have for many reasons. But like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, hey, me and Bobby are dating. Like, do you mind respecting that? Yeah. Like, what is she gonna say? No. 
Right. Well, she could be like, I mean, he texts me. Then she, then she knows. Then she's got her info. The more you know. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, two years ago, we never would. It was like, my boyfriend's getting random DMs from girls on Instagram. Snapchat was like four years ago. And now it's like, be real is the problem. Like, social media is always going to be the problem. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, we're so much more connected now that it's like, there's so much more room for error. That's why a man without social media is a man that I will love forever. Quick pause to talk about our sponsor, Mamitas. No matter the season, no matter what you're celebrating, we love reaching for a Mamitas tequila seltzer. A very refreshing tequila seltzer you can enjoy anywhere. No shaker needed. They are, honestly, they're so good. Mamitas comes in seven delicious flavors, mango, pineapple, lime, and in the new cocktail pack, Paloma, Spicy Margarita, Classic Margarita, and Tequila Sunrise. I love the Tequila Sunrise. What's your favorite? Uh, the lime or the margarita. Ooh, love. Okay. Made with real tequila and only 95 calories, you can find on drinkmamitas.com. And can I say, lime mamitas mixed with Pink Whitney, the Fizz Nasty, is a phenomenal beverage. So We, we drank that last night at the meetup. Yes, we totally did. It was very good. Go get your mamitas today at mamitas.com. Woo! Okay, so speaking of how you do anything is how you do everything, we were talking about how we love a guy that's just like, I'm going to go get you. I'm going to get you, girl. Men, and I, I, I know men are going to be like, hey, you want me, me? Just listen for a second. <laughs> <laughs> men, oh, boy. <laughs> sit down, okay? And listen to me. Men don't seek out women anymore. And we, we talked about that with Julio, too. So it's, it met, like he, he's a man, and he said it. Yes, I think this, though, too. I think it takes the perfect storm of the right person, somebody you're actually interested in, because there is such thing as being like, pump the brakes. Well, yeah, like, yes. he's coming on to me, and it's like, you didn't read the room. If she's responding and matching your energy, guys, go above. Like, keep raising the bar. Be like, okay, she's liking this. We're responding. We're texting. We're DMing. Okay, do more. Yeah. Do more. Like, keep climbing. Like, she'll love it. And I feel like these days, guys aren't like, I'm going to go get her. I like her. I want her. She's mine. Attack. Like, you love it. Yes. And it's like, like you said, read the room, read the energy. Obviously, if you do that and a girl's like, no, back off, because that can get creepy. But you're going to know if the energy matches. And if it's a match, like, swing for the fences. Like, I feel like you're having so much fun, kind of, you know, doing some texting. And it's like, that's cute. That's fun. Like, why not? Okay, it ends, whatever. You don't, you don't. And if it ends, you're not regretting anything. There's nothing more attractive than a man who knows what he wants and a man who's confident and goes after what he wants. In a respectful way, of course, if the girl wants it back. But if you're responding and he's getting like, yep, check, check, then keep raising the bar. Yeah. And like, how much fun? I feel like guys these days think too, like, it's not cool anymore to go like, Guns a blazing for a girl. I think it is. And it's like, why not? Like, she wants to be, she wants to do that. And also, girls, like, don't, if you have a man who's like pursuing you very noticeably, like, stop with the hard to get. Like, obviously, don't give them everything all at once, but like, you don't need to be like, yeah, sure, maybe. Maybe I'll see you if you're lucky. Like, I'm texting him too much. Yeah. Like, just go get him. Like, you're just, I, I have just realized lately, I just pretty much say whatever I want to guys now. I'm like, you know what? In the past, I've played it cool. I've played it not cool. I've always ended up in the same situation. Because at the end of the day, if somebody likes you, they like you. And they will make that known. But you have to also, I do agree, it's nice of you to let them know back. Like, you don't yes. play mind games that he won't play mind games. And then the two of you have fun. And yes. you discuss all these really fun things. And you're like giddy in your little puppy dog face. Also, 
not that everyone who listens to the podcast is our age, but like if you're around our age or older, why are you playing games? Like we don't need to play games anymore. No, and and I really think too, like get like even even on the not playing games, maybe they're not intentionally like playing a mind game, but they're scared. Yeah. So they're holding back because they're afraid that they're gonna look stupid or they'll fail or she won't respond. But it's like if she's giving you the green light, like keep driving. Yeah. We don't need to hit yellows. Like we're good. Go, 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 and go faster. I read an article on TikTok the other day where it was you're going to regret it if you don't do it. You're going to regret it if you do do it. So you might as well always just do it. It's so true. It's so true. Okay. I'm reading this new book and it's um, Michael. <laughs> I'm like, I read our girl on TikTok and she's like, I read this prestigious book by Jay Shetty. Sing <laughs> like a monk. Tim Glover. <laughs> uh, my, he's Michael Jordan's um, trainer. Yes. And I was, it talks about how Michael viewed fear. And so if you think about Michael Jordan, you might think maybe he was like afraid of something at some point in his life. He never was. Like he never thought about the option to fail. He just thought about kicking everybody's ass he came into contact with and he wanted to have fun doing it. Like he loved the process so much. It never even entered his mind. Maybe I'll lose this game. He just went out every time and was like, I just know I'm going to kick everyone's ass. I might not win, but like my mentality is to do that. Yeah. And I thought how cool to not even, not even to take it, account the option of failure but just take into account loving the process i love that i was talking to a guy once and like our energy was so like good back and forth like it was very like pursuing each other hard and it was so fun and then one day i got in my head too much and i started to back off and play hard to get and i'm not kidding you like this it just failed and we just stopped talking because the energy like i got in my head i was scared that i was being too hard to get like playing too hard to get all these games and it just like didn't work anymore so the book says, when you start to think, don't think. Yeah. Like, I thought too much. Yeah. Like, like, let your instincts go. Yeah. And it's like with boxing, they always say like, don't think about your next shot. Let your hands go. And it's like with everything, most of the time, sorry not to do this to you, but did you also know your, okay. So your brain never had a thought. So everything comes from your soul and it sends a, like a signal to your brain. And then your brain's the one that computes it and makes it happen. So in your soul, you're like, I want to wear dunks on the sweatshirt. Wait, why are you apologizing? Well, cause I, I am just taking you down this path really quickly. Oh no. I love, I love the soul thing. Okay. So the soul tells the brain and usually it's like a three to five second delay. And then the brain is like, all right, let's put this into action. She wants to wear X, Y, Z. And then you wear it or like, you want to express yourself in some way. So it's like practice, like you play, so you're constantly like feeding your soul. So it, it tells your brain what to do and it starts operating on instinct. So it's like if somebody threw a ball at you and you catch it, it's like you knew that because you're so like you're just and you're like an athletic person, so to speak. Right. Yeah. So it's like with dating or with anything in life, if you stop thinking and just go off of your gut, then that will always lead you down the right path. But if you start to overthink things and start to do things outside of it, like if you start to second guess yourself, then you're not operating on how you really want. And like, that's what starts to harm the law of attraction and like things coming your way. Oh, I love that. Also like when in life has thinking too much ever helped you? It overthinking has never, never. So I on a test, they say, go with your first instinct. Yes. And see when you're talking to someone, like if you have a text already scripted, don't delete it and rewrite it. Just if it's, unless it's like a hate text, but if it's like a nice 40 text, just send it. Like who cares? YOLO. Isn't it cute though? It's and it's so fun when energy's matched. It's the worst, most awkward, uncomfortable thing in the world is when you're talking to someone and all of a sudden your energy stops matching and you're like, this is just weird now. Oh my God. Like you just feel like an idiot. 
when, but when you have an energy match, like give me a bigger adrenaline rush with a friend, yes, with anything in life. And you're like, we are, it's like having a good travel buddy. Yes. You're like, we are vibing. We're that we're matching energy. And one, maybe two episodes ago, you were talking about how you feel like there's strings attached to people. Yes. Like it's not every day you find someone you just vibe with. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, I believe what you said, but I think we only have strings attached to so many people in this world. Mm-hmm. So if you find somebody that you're vibing with, like, why, why walk away from that? And I don't, and I really think when it comes to, because if you think, why would you walk away from it? Or why would you start to overthink? You think because you're afraid of something, probably looking stupid or them rejecting you. Mm-hmm. So the fear of being rejected. And it's like, you'll, you're ending up with regret either way. Because yeah. if you operate off the fear, one, you end up rejected. Okay. Well, then the worst happened. Or two, you psyched yourself out and then it's your fault. Yeah, I would rather be rejected knowing I gave it my all than I would know it was my fault that it ended. I will pick regret or rejection over regret any day of the week. Absolutely. And also, after you get rejected so many times, you just get numb to it. It's like somebody was hating on us earlier and we were like, I can't even, like, I don't even feel it because it's like once you've been through what we've been through, it's like it just bounces off of us. We're like, eh. Also, like, such fun memories and stories come from every situation, even if it is full regret. Like it's something that you you learn something from it. Mm-hmm. You have a fun story to maybe tell your friends, or it helped you grow in a specific way. Like I've never, there's nothing in my life where I'm like, wow, I uh, I got rejected hardcore, and I regret getting re- rejected. And I don't really know what I'm saying. Well, you know, okay, wait. <laughs> you know, speaking, I, of- I started looking at the light, no! and my ADHD got kicked in. And I was like, huh. <laughs> Has somebody ever called you? Like, has somebody ever texted you and said, did you call? But like, yeah. they had a missed call from you and you know that they called. Mm-hmm. Does it drive you insane or not? Um, Like, did you call? Like, you, yeah. And like, you're looking at the missed call. So I have been that person who will text someone and be like, did you call? But it's because I don't want to call them. So you're wondering, can this be a text? Yeah, it can be like a voicemail text. Okay, yeah. I get it. Like, instead of like, okay, like, hey, I saw you called. I'm not going to call you back. I'm just going to text you about it. Like, yeah. I get what you're saying. Did you call? You've been kind of becoming a caller lately with me. I've been calling more. You have been. And I've loved every minute of it. I had to call you today to tell you the dog ate my throw up. <laughs> to call you so i don't throw up a lot but me either i have thrown up every time two times only i've been to oklahoma you're you're two for two two for two the first time i blamed it on food poisoning this time can't blame it on that because it wasn't it was the excessive shots having fun <laughs> <laughs> too much fun but yeah, I threw up my brains last night. So I woke up and, and also felt terrible and immediately thought to myself, I don't care how bad you feel today. It was so worth it. And it's not every day that I'll say I'll take the throw up. I mean, I threw up because I ate dairy, but like even having a hangover, I'm like, I will welcome this one. It was so worth it. Like I, when you, it's, there's nothing better than, I mean, hangover suck, but like when you have a blast the night before and you're like, that hangover was worth it. Like that, I would have taken anything today. Yeah, that was so fun. So let's talk about the first time that you had your period and what that experience was like. Isn't it crazy how I, th- I think almost every female can say this, that they remember the exact moment where they were, what happened when they got their period, even no matter the age. Uh, I remember like I was yesterday, I was in eighth grade mm. and I went to the bathroom because I had to pee, pulled down the pants, looked down and thought that's blood and immediately called my mom. And were you she in came- school? Yeah, she came to get me. You weren't wearing white pants, were you? No, I was wearing dark jeans and green underwear. And then she gave me a tampon to try to put in. 
That early on? I And it was a cardboard tampon, mother. A, <sighs> a medium cardboard tampon. For your first time. For a my tampon? first time. Shit. I couldn't get it in, though. I wore pads for like a year because I couldn't figure out how to get the tampon in. Uh-huh. But I remember trying to put it in. I remember being in the bathroom and thinking, okay, I'll just, she was like, you know, try to see if you can get it in there. Like, if it feels natural, if you can do it. And I remember, like, putting the tip in. And, and like, obviously, I'd never, like, done anything with, like, a boy or anything. And I remember being like, <gasps> and, like the, like, the feeling of it was probably, like, an orgasm kind of, like, close to it. And I didn't know if anybody else had that moment. <laughs> no, is that just me? I've never actually said that out loud. Um, Wait, that's so was funny. It cherry that's so funny because guys always ask that. What? Like, oh, does it feel good to put a tampon in? It does now. It doesn't no. at all. But at the time, I remember being like, "Whoa, what is that?" Like right, I had this right. like tingling sensation. Did your cherry pop? So I never had a, like a cherry popping moment. <laughs> oh, I did. Well, it, it probably full. It probably true. happened. You just didn't realize it. Yeah, it's true. your cherry has to pop. But like, you probably put a tampon in and thought it was just period blood. Oh, I probably did. Wait, so when your cherry pops, so do you get like a sensation or it's just a pop of a cherry that just makes you bleed and then it's like done? So what I think it's, a, it, it's it's uh, what happened a to hymen, you, right? When I when I got my first period or no, when I popped my cherry? When you popped your cherry. Um, it was the second time I had sex. Oh, so what happened? Um, just like when we were done, there was blood everywhere. Yeah. Was did he nice? And Yeah, it was my boyfriend at the time. And he, oh my God, I... It's so crazy when memories come back to you that you suppressed. We were in my basement um, and he put his his like bloody boxers in his backpack and like his dad picked him up and he went home or he rode his bike home. I don't remember. And his dad found the bloody boxers in his backpack like three days later. Ew, why did you throw them away? I don't know. Did he know? Did the dad know what happened? I don't think so because as a dad... I was a freshman in high school. So as a dad, I don't think that's the first place your mind would go, right? No, you would think like an accident or something Yeah, happened. I don't remember exactly what happened, but he was a really good liar too. So he probably played it off. But yeah, I was mortified. Did you feel anything when your cherry popped? No. So I don't know. I think my cherry popped when I put a tampon in because what happened is I put a tampon in and there was like an excessive amount of blood. And I was just like, maybe this is it. Because it never happened when I had sex. So I, that would, that's my assumption of when it happened to me. And I was putting tampons in way before I had, like, that That would make sense if it was that. And yeah. I would think it could do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm, I know for a fact you're not the only girl in this world who's felt a sensation putting a tampon in. I just don't remember ever <laughs> feeling so that, funny. but I've always thought about that. I like, why that. don't we feel something? Maybe it's because we don't have a connection. Maybe, maybe now we don't because we connect, like, hands or, like, a penis to that mm-hmm. or a toy but when we're younger, we don't know what to connect it to. Wait, can you feel the sensation of sex or like have an orgasm before you have a period? Or do you have to start your period in order to feel those things? Like to be a woman? I don't know. I no, don't you even want to. No, you can, you can feel it before. You can feel it before. Yeah. Okay. Does every, che- does every girl have a cherry that gets popped? I think so. But I think it could yes. break from other things like riding a bike and stuff like that. Oh my God. That, that would be so Horseback sad. riding happens a lot. It would be so so scary if like your cherry pop. Does your cherry pop symbolize your period starting? No, no it's different. I got I I got my period way before that. I got my period in sixth grade, I think. And you randomly popped your cherry as yeah. freshman in high school from having sex, yeah. And a tampon never popped it, uh-uh. huh? My I got my period in seventh grade, and I feel like it was like within the next year or two that my I th- think that was when my cherry popped, just because like the excessive amount of blood. I was like, whoa, what's happening? 
You know, guys, okay, well, one time I had a tampon and I was at a swimming party and I was like walking around and all the guys were talking about band camp. Do you guys know about band camp? No. Like the movie? Well, band camp was their code word for a tampon string that a girl had. Why? Do you know? I don't know. It took them like a month for one of them to tell me what they were talking about the band camp. And it was a tampon string. It was like my group of friends code word. As like sophomores in high school, they were yelling band camp. Were they talking about you? Yeah, apparently, which I checked a million times. I don't think I had a tampon string hanging out. I think they were just having fun. I happened to actually be on my period. But I remember always being so mortified about the string. God. I always like shoved it up my like my butt crack. Yes. Oh, and then you just like <laughs> punch, put punch a suit together. on. Yes. Still to this day, I get nervous. I'm always like, we're... no, could you imagine? I don't even <laughs> want to wear a skirt. No. no. When I got my period, I was in seventh grade and I got at home. And I remember I was so sick to my stomach and sad and embarrassed that I laid in bed for like a few days and my mom thought I was sick. You didn't tell her? I was so scared to. Oh, I know. Scared. And then I, I didn't start wearing tampons until uh, I think it was like six months later when we were going on vacation to the ocean. So I had to. Had to figure it out. But I didn't properly put them in probably for like a year because you know how when you put a tampon in correctly it just kind of like sits halfway in halfway out yeah. oh yes I, it was like that for so long and i remember thinking i was like is this how tampons are supposed to be oh and then that hurt one day i finally put it in the right way and i was like all right <laughs> there it is we have a winner i yeah now now she's in there now she is but i remember thinking i was like this is so uncomfortable how am i supposed to feel this for the rest of my life oh my gosh when there's a tampon half in and out it's the worst Especially when you're sitting and then when you're in the water, it absorbs. So it starts, it like, you know what I mean? And then it starts mm-hmm. to grow. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, why am I changing my tampon every single time I have to go in the water? This isn't fun for me. I got my period the morning of sixth grade send off, which was a pool party. No. Stop. Yeah. And no. I almost didn't go, but I went and I wore a pad. No. Yeah. No, in your swimsuit. Yeah. But I don't think I went in the pool. Okay. No way. I can't really remember, but I remember like crying in my bathroom because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? When you first got your periods. Was it actual blood or was it just the brown stuff? Because in movies, they remember. always show like piles of blood, but mine wasn't like a bloody for like the first few times. Oh, no, mine was the brown stuff. I forgot about that. And I remember looking at the green underwear thinking, what on earth is wrong with me? You remember the underwear <laughs> color. Yeah, the so underwear. Cute. I remember I had true religion jeans on dark. That's crazy. And then I had green underwear and I had jelly Melissa shoes on. Oh, I, I love like, those. Oh, yeah. you know how you get like discharged as a girl? Yes. Do you guys get that before your period ever? I don't remember. <laughs> The discharge situation until like the last like five years. I remember I it started happening and every single time it happened, I would like cry because I was like, oh my God, is this the moment I get my period? And I was so scared. And then I remember one time I was like, no, it's just like, it's not going to be. And I remember pulling my underwear down and I was, my heart dropped. Oh, when you pull your underwear and you're like, I've started. It's like, even still today, I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, but it wasn't even, I don't think, I don't remember it being bloody for a while. No, yeah, mine wasn't either. But yeah, that was... It's so heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. It's sad. Quick pause to talk about C4. Meet the C4 Smart Energy Drink, which these are empty because we drank them today. They're so good. They got us out of bed. My favorite is the cherry berry lime flavor. I like the mango one. Is that that one or is it another one I drink? No, this is strawberry guava. The mango peach is in the garbage because we drank it. So good. We're like, we're hyped up on these. Okay. The smart energy is a drink designed to sharpen mental focus and elevate alertness from the makers of your favorite performance energy drink, C4 energy. The new look and feel of C4 smart energy is now available in six new flavors is formulated to support focus and attention. And with natural energy derived from green coffee beans with zero sugar, 
zero artificial colors and zero artificial flavors. And can we just say the flavors are phenomenal? C4 Smart Energy is for when you want to bring more focus to the moments that matter. Whether you're trying to get unstuck before a meeting, kick off what's next in your career, just figure out the next move or record a podcast like us. Get C4 Smart Energy at C4Energy.com, Amazon, and retailers nationwide is on your side. C4, stay focused. What else do you do besides throw up when you come to Oklahoma? (laughs) Throw up and get a spray tan. What else are you two for two on? No, after I threw up, I woke up and I I don't know. I don't know if you were out there, but Alana was. And I was like, thank God I got a spray tan because you can't see the, the paleness in my face from throwing up. No, her spray tans are they're they're next level. Airbrush by Hannah is phenomenal. Her spray tan color is so beautiful. And then she puts on this like powder on you after so it doesn't get all over your clothes. And then she has this lotion that makes it last. Like she's the best in the business. She's taking spray tans and like refined it and was like, okay, this is my gig. I'm going to do it the best I can. Yes. We love Hannah. Thank you. And this. And Pink Whitney and C4. Okay. We're going to talk about ages. Oh, I love ages. Okay. This is my thought. You know how when a girl wants an older guy, that's like a preference. Yes. But when an older guy wants a younger girl, people are like, that's creepy. Yes. Okay, what do you think about that? Are you, or do you believe that? Are you with that? Or are you like, no, not, that's not necessarily always true. I mean, in a perfect world, it's never always the truth, but I am more on that side for sure. Like if a guy is... 50 and he's dating a 23 year old i'm like whoa wait what but if a if a 23 year old is dating a 50 year old i'm like she just wants stability and money no it, that was actually crazy that you did that because it was the same scenario okay so take the couple he like really yeah like oh i never thought about it that way mm-hmm. like just just look at it from both both points of view same person so yeah. 50 23 okay he's creepy because he went down that far but she chose it I would think she's smart. I'm like, she wants stability, money, like a future. And she just kind of doesn't want to deal with the bullshit. So it's not creepy of her at all to, to like the older guy. I mean, it's weird, but not creepy. See, I don't like the word creepy in this scenario at yeah. all because neither one of them, like I'm creepy not creeped out perverted. I almost think I don't like that word. I know that. Well, it, it's the word. So it, I saw a video of it and it's the word he used. Okay. So I, yeah, I'm repeating a video. I don't, I don't think creepy applies in any scenario, but I would never be like, she's creepy, but I, the words creepy would come out of my mouth for him. If someone quick told me that, like they were like 50 year old is dating a 23 year old. I'd be like, ew, that's creepy. But if someone was like, this 23-year-old girl is dating this 50-year-old. I'd be like, oh, okay. Do you think it's the antics, though? Do you think it's the whole youngest? Okay, have you ever heard youngest children love to date oldest children because they, like, we like to be taken care of, and then the guys know how to take care of you if they're oldest children? So, like, since I'm the youngest child, I would pick, like, an oldest child of uh, siblings. Yes. Or I think you can replace oldest child with older man, somebody that will like take care of you, do things for you because you're the youngest child. So you've got youngest child syndrome. Yeah. Cause people always took care of us. So, and then oldest loves or an oldest or an older man loves to like assert dominance almost and like take care of someone littler, younger, more not teach them things. It's so strange how our childhood literally shapes what we do in the future. In so many ways. Like being a young child is like almost 
putting into like an idea in our head what we're looking for in a future partner. Well, and it's also so crazy too. Like if you grew up around hockey, you're going to want to be a hockey player. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even know NASCAR existed because I was never around it. Yeah. So it's like whatever you're watching with your parents or whatever you see, it's like throw what you know. And it's so crazy. Or if like something was neglected in your parents' relationship, you strive for that. Yes. It's so strange how your childhood, like every single action we do somehow will probably stem from something that happened in childhood. Oh, to, uh, fully. It's crazy. Oh. Well, going back, it's, why do you think that it's creepy for the guy? I feel like that's what people don't understand. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's in my mind, and this is based off my like experiences, I feel like it's almost like being taken advantage of. I feel like the guy's taking advantage of the girl because she's like her innocence. Maybe he's narcissistic and narcissistic men like younger women because they like to take control and like to be in control. So that's why I get creepy. So I, I don't get creepy from it. I also think he just thinks she's hot. I I just think he just thinks she's hot and a little part of me thinks she keeps him young. I feel like most of the time it's a guy that want, that has some kind of attachment to youth or something. And in that regard, like I'm for it. Like I don't, I don't mind a big age gap because I'm like, how fun so I don't mind a big age gap either but what I'm realizing now is yes it might be so fun to date somebody who's 45 but like in 20 years where is that gonna when you're 45 do you want to date a 65 year old and when you're 55 do you want to date a 75 year old well my mom always said you don't want to have your baby and your husband in diapers at the same time no literally though and it's true like that. So that there is a span where it's really fun. Yeah. And then there's a span where it expires. And I don't think people do think about that a lot. Well, like I always wanted an older man, but I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Um, someone I know she married, I think she was 30 and he was 50. Mm-hmm. So that's what 20 years. Mm-hmm. And now he's like 80 and she's 60 and like their life has changed so much. And I'm like, I never want that. Like I actually prefer someone around my age. Cause like, I want to like grow old with that person together in a very similar way. So absolutely. And, and be able to experience things and not have to have the pressures of even going out. Yeah. It's like, can we both go out the same or like, is it now weird if you're with my friends? Like I, I have always thought it would be odd if there was like a group of five girls and everyone was with a guy that was within five to 10 years of their age. And then one had a guy that was like 55 you know, yeah. and like we're in our 20s. It's like that is kind of the he can't jive with the guys. Like yeah. it's not really conducive to everyday life. And also it's like if right if we were 20, someone was dating a 29 year old, 30 year old, you would have been like, oh, OK, that makes sense. But now that we're like late 20s, if you if one of your guy friends started dating a 21 year old, wouldn't you be like, that's so fucking weird of you? I like that's inappropriate. And also it's like it's because like you can't relate to people your age because you're like weird. A little bit. Well, it's like, are you know what I mean? That's how up? I see it. I agree. It's like, has that guy not grown up? Is, does he want to date a 21 year old? Does he fulfill like this, like younger 20s feeling still? Or does he want to feel young? Well, I think that's less weird than, I don't know. I, do you know what I mean? I feel like the guys that like, you know, that always date younger girls are weird with girls there like your age, like oh. in their age group. You're like, oh, okay. it makes sense. Cause they are always like, the weird one that like couldn't get girls their own age. Maybe they're emotionally immature yeah. too. So yeah. they match better with somebody younger. So I think in your twenties, that's true. 
I think in your 20s, if an, if an older 20s is dating a younger 20s and he never dates somebody his age, maybe it is like an emotional thing. But I think if it's an older guy, like if we're talking 40s, 50s, 60s, dating a younger girl, then that's where I think he, one, thinks she's hot, wants to stay young, likes the feeling of it, wants to pay for her, like mm-hmm. wants to be needed. Like I feel like it's different. Like I... Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm so turned off by yeah. young age. Yeah. Like, I don't care how hot this a person is. Like, if they were three to four years younger than me, I could never date them. I just couldn't do it. Okay, that, so that to me would be situational. If he was the oldest child or had some level of, like, dominance or something, I could do it. But do you want to know why I can't? Why? Because when I was younger... I regret dating someone for so long that I never want to take that away from somebody. So it's a, it's a Jordan problem. Like, oh yeah. That's so niche to you. Yeah. yeah. Like I felt like my younger, my low twenties were taken away from me being in a relationship. So I would never want to do that to them, even though it maybe wouldn't happen. I'm just assuming that their experiences will be mine. Right. That's funny. So I always thought in college because I had a long distance in college, a long distance boyfriend in college for three years. And I always thought, cause it was Graham. And I was, I was, yeah, I, I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, and I and I look back on it, and maybe it's because I married him, but I always look back on it, and I'm like, did you not have the same college experience? I'm like, no, I think I had a better one mm. because I was the wingman for everybody. I went out every single night. Now, I think it would be different if I had a boyfriend the whole time I was in college and he went to OU. See, mine went to my college. That's where, that's where it would be hard because you're always with them. Mm-hmm. But I didn't make my own friends. Yeah, You were with him, and I was on my own more. Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, I was in a long distance relationship, but we broke up. I don't regret doing it. Yeah, I don't so. regret it. I just like now think back and I'm like, I just don't want to take yeah. someone's younger, low 20s from them. It was odd. The only time, so I'm, I'm pretty, I'm good with an age gap of any like 30 years even. I'm good with it. It was odd in college when a girl was dating a guy older in college that's when it was weird if oh he my God, so weird. had to drive to the campus to take her on a date or if she brought him to a date party that's the only time i thought it was odd or if you're in high school and someone is taking someone out of high school to prom that was weird or if you're in high school dating a college boy i remember my mom yeah, told so me weird. my boyfriend was in the grade above me when i was a senior she said you're not even gonna understand this he's the best you have to break up with him like you can't date the guy in college you you can't do that to him like he can't go to college with the girlfriend. You have to let him have that. Yeah. If it's been, and and it was the best advice ever. Like you got to let the guy go to college. I remember I was dating a guy my senior year, and I I thought so much of him. Like he was the best ever, and I didn't. It didn't matter how much I liked him. I knew in my mind in August we were going to break up. It didn't matter if I was head over heels for him. And it's the best decision in the world. Like if I could give advice to anyone, it'd be go to college single. You you have to go to college single to. because and it feels hard at the time. But if you don't go to college single, your half of your mind is divided mm-hmm. and you're about to be such a small fish in a big pond. And it's like, you got to You just have to trust. Like at the time I wanted to keep dating him and everyone was like, you just, it's not like you can't. Yeah. And you can't do that to them. If you're younger, no. you have to let them go. It's hard. It is. Heartbreak is hard. I remember having my first heartbreak thinking I can't. Like, I can't live till tomorrow. It's like your first period. You always remember it. You'll ne- <laughs> I'll never forget seeing in the back of my parents' car, bawling my eyes out, and my mom almost laughing, being like, you are going to look back on this. Like, right now, you think your life is over. You are going to look back on this and crack up. Well, it's even crazy thinking about heartbreaks you have to this day, like the one we talked about on the podcast. When that happened, I thought my life was over. Now, thinking back, I'm like, bro, what? Like, Jordan, pick yourself up. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like... When you get over that heartbreak, you just remember looking back and being like, 
how, why? It's almost comical. I know, but man, a heartbreak is harder. I think about my first heartbreak and then I think about like a mean article that's been, and I'm like, you give me that heartbreak every time because it, or no, I'm saying give me the mean article every time because that heartbreak, like having somebody break your heart is, I can't think of another feeling like it. Yeah, I guess it, it depends on the heart, heartbreak. Like, are they breaking your heart? Are you breaking up for specific reasons? Like this or that? Yeah, and then you start to convince yourself that they're the one yeah. and then you know they're not and it's bad and spirals, yeah. I would never wish heartbreak on my worst enemy. No, it's the worst. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. Quick pause to talk about Shady Rays. Do you love aviators? Yes. yes. But hate how they always get tangled in your hair? Yes. So should you have like a cute bun in your hair and then you take them down and it rips the front off? And you work so hard on it? Yes. Yes, that's actually so true. Shady Rays has these super cute new tangle-free aviators and it's seriously pretty amazing. That is amazing. You can get the classic aviators look with Oh, without the messy hair because of their custom patent pending nose piece that's designed to specifically avoid tangling. Love it. We can really actually tell the difference because we've tried these on before and you were wearing a ponytail and it's like, it's unbelievable. You can have the same classic aviator and be able to pull them off your head with no problem. Shady Ray's tangle-free aviators are one of the hottest sunglasses right now and they have already sold out multiple times. They're back in stock now, including the Calamisa Rose Gold Frame our favorite styles right now, blackout and black gold. Plus, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection of all the eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is blacked out. Sorry, is backed by lost and broken replacements. <laughs> I've been drinking too much pink Whitney. <laughs> Head to shadyrays.com slash tangle free with code mean girl for 30% off their best selling tangle free aviator and much more. Say before they sell out and try for yourself their shades rated top five stars by over 250,000 people. Wow. My mom tried to buy Shady Rays and they were sold out. So she is waiting for them to restock the small size. Tell her they're in. Shady Rays. Shady Rays. Uh, we're going to quick pause for me to pee my pants. Quick pause for a pee break. Quick pause for, I don't think we've ever had a pee break. Instead of a listener question this week, we have a submitted question from someone from the meet and greet. Me and my boyfriend are visiting his parents for the first time. He wants us to stay at their house. Am I wrong for wanting to stay in a hotel? Like, that's so interesting because it's like, it's going to be very situational based off where you grew up. Like, what would you do? Okay. For the first time you're meeting them, I think it is totally okay to want your own space and to say I'm staying in the hotel. The only way I'm not staying in a hotel is if they have a guest bedroom for me because you're also dealing with sleeping in the same bed with him in front of them. And it's like, that to me is too awkward. Like I think I I'm staying in the hotel every single time I'm paying for it myself and I'm staying in it and they don't need to know if it's one or two rooms or what it is. And he's staying with me. Same. I, I've never dated someone whose parents don't live in the same state as me, but I have a feeling that will be my future. Cause in New York City, like no one, no one you date is born and raised in New York City. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That if that happens, I will be in a hotel because one, I don't need to my future mother in law to know that I take two hours to get ready or that I wear this to bed or I do this or that. Like it, it's just so intimate right away. Where it's almost like dating someone for the first time. They don't need to see the nitty gritty of who you are as a person yet. Well, it's too much at once. You're, yeah, it's like. 
It's like when Graham and I moved to California, everyone said, why did you live alone? And I said, it's too much change at one time. So you don't move states and live together because it's too much to take in. So you don't meet the parents for the first time and then stay with them. Yeah. And obviously he doesn't live in the same city as them because if he did, he would have his own house and you would stay there. Exactly. So nobody's on home turf but them and you get your own turf where like you're comfortable. I think it's his childhood home. It's his childhood home. But you see what I'm saying? Like, he obviously doesn't live in the same city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he's visiting home, I guess. Yeah, and, and so bringing it's just her. like too much. Yeah. So I would want to stay there. I would be like offended if not. You would want to stay there? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I need to jump into the family dynamic. But I do you think to- it's because you're Jersey? Mate, what is that? Like, what do you think that means, though? I'm I curious. feel like I feel like people on the in like Jersey, I think, are so like family so oriented. So family oriented, yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know about you guys, but like, my dad growing up always told me it doesn't matter how old I am. If I'm not engaged or married, I can't share a bed with a guy when I bring them home. My parents had the same yeah, thing. Mike was only allowed, we were only allowed to sleep together when um, we moved in together. Okay. Because like my parents just lost control at that point. But before that, like when he would come to my beach house and stuff or come to like New Jersey, he would stay in a different room. Okay. Cause like when one of my good friends, her parents have always let her and her boyfriend share, like even growing up, like yeah. they could sleep over. So she, her response would be like, obviously we're going to stay at the parents' house because like she was just so used to being so comfortable. Whereas me, I'm like, don't touch me around your parents. Don't hug me. Like, I don't want my husband to even like kiss me around my parents. That is so funny to me because I just feel so opposite to that. My parents didn't see me kiss Graham until our wedding day. Yeah. I just, really? I and my dad was like, I never knew. There it is. And I was like, yeah. I, I'll know that my kids are sleeping with their spouses, significant others, but when they come home to my house, it's going to be the same thing because it's just some level of like, I'm not your best friend. I'm your mom. Exactly. And I just need that. So at what point would you let them sleep together when they're engaged? Yeah. When Grave and I were engaged. So like when we went on family trips, my parents would book two hotel rooms and my dad would be like, I don't know what happens, but you have two keys. Mm -hmm. Like that's your room and that's his room. But what about his family? They like, were less, they were, they were more like, I got you one room. Yeah. Cause I feel like guys parent, like the parents of the son is different. Yeah. Right. Like a guy and a girl. So yeah. Different. Like in high school, I would just sleep in my boyfriend's at the time's bed, like all the time. That's crazy. I know. But if he came to my house, like we weren't even allowed upstairs alone. No, same. We were never allowed upstairs alone unless we were in the common area, but never in the room and never with the door shut. Yeah. And I'll do the same to my kids. I remember oh, in I college, think that's fair. I, my boyfriend and I have five years. We would stay at his mom's house because my parents and him lived in different towns in Minnesota. Yeah. And she wouldn't even like us downstairs alone together. Whoa. Yeah. Downstairs. Like, well, his bedroom was downstairs. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, like in the basement. Oh, yeah. you mean down. Yeah. Like not da- first floor. No, I was like, like basement. She'd be like, come on, guys. You really need to hang out there all day. And I was like, this is so weird. But like thinking back, I would be the same way. No, like, same. Like I got my eyes on you too. Also, okay. I think about this all the time. The first poop in a hotel room <laughs> with the boy. I think that is like, I was thinking about that the other day. And I'm like, when do you do the poop with the boy in the hotel room? Like that is, it makes my, it, like, what do you do? When How do you do it? Whenever like people joke around about being there with me and they're like, oh, it must be so fun to be single, blah, blah. I'm like, you know how awkward and how annoying it is to reset the bounce, like that, like the first fart, the first poop, the first time they see you without, like all this stuff. It gets exhausting. You have to go. I would go to the communal area of the hotel and like get a coffee by myself 
and like poop. <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't want to know that it's coming. Why is pooping? And then you come warm? back with no coffee. <laughs> I have no coffee. He's like, where's the coffee? You're like, oh, uh, I dropped it. I forgot. Or like when they're showering, you run down to the lobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're together for five days. And they're like, it's so odd. I never saw her poop. No, literally. <laughs> you have to rip the bandaid off, I think. And just be like, I'm... Like, when do you get over it? I think you have to make a joke about it. Like, I don't know. I, I don't remember. Well, I think it also depends too. Like, sometimes you date guys who are like, just go poop. I don't care. But sometimes you date people who don't say anything and that's awkward. It's so awkward. Yeah, what are you... Do you and Graham like talk about that? I will poop with the door open with oh. him standing there talking to me. I still have... Oh my I, God, will you really? 100%. Still <laughs> till this day. I would... What? Plop? Plop. Yeah, fully. <laughs> still till this day. I have not smelled one of his farts. Still till this day. And I've never i don't, couldn't tell you what his poop smells like like he will not how does he hold his farts in i don't know i'm like i've never i have never once especially with the healthy food you guys eat never one time <laughs> i think i figured out what mike does what does he do he, Wait, he's take, never pooped in front of you yeah we, i i know don't like that kind of okay. like, humor I like i that. i don't think that's like funny like well, i don't think never, it's funny like i just like don't like that um and i don't think he does either every morning he takes a shower and like is in there for like 40 minutes. And like, I know that that's when he goes because yeah. I know that he doesn't actually go in the shower for like 20 minutes after he locks the door. That's the oldest trick in the book. It, I yeah. have my roommate. Yeah. Like the she's shower. home. I turn the shower on. Yeah. But luckily we have two bathrooms now. So that's good. That's the showers. I forgot about the shower trick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. That's smart. Even when you're sharing a hotel room with like girlfriends or something. But I think yeah. you just have to be like, I have to go. I did it to you earlier today. Yeah. Like, I gotta go to the bathroom and it's not pee out. <laughs> yeah. And, then and I, I was like, get out. I like to take my time. Like, I just like to sit there and like enjoy my life. And my friends know that. And I'll be like, I'll see you in 30 minutes. Yes, let me have this time to myself. And they know what that means. I know. See ya. No, so, literally. So, 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 see ya. And my roommate probably has caught on too because I'm in the bathroom all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, cute. <laughs> not, not that wasn't cute, but cute episode. <laughs> That was really cute. Your poops are really cute. Cute. Quick pause to talk about Stamps.com. Stamps.com gets it because for the last 25 years, they've been helping businesses like yours save time and money. So you can focus on your business knowing Stamps.com has all your postage needs covered with premium discounts and great rates. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale so you have everything you need to get started. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard. That is so nice because we're people are shopping online more than ever now, so that's like the best thing ever. And if you sell products online, stamps.com seamlessly connects you with every major marketplace and shopping cart. For 25 years, stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Set up your business for success when you get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code GIRL, G-I-R-L, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code G-I-R-L, GIRL. Now we're going to go eat pizza. But first, before we do that, AB, do what you do best. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Mean Girl Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TikTok, and leave us a five-star review. Can you guys let us know why you prefer listening versus watching? Like, is it... Like, I was just always curious about that. And do that on a Monday through Wednesday, because I'm not going to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know on the Instagram on a Monday through a Wednesday. Those are my days, so I'll read it. And I'll, I'll take notes. I don't give a fuck. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye.